0: Of these people Ricky you're a winner you've got the gift always remember if you ain't first you're last if you ain't first you're last see you when you're grown up Dad, come back. well welcome back fantasy league week five is in the books and we've got some we've got some things to talk about. First, let's go over what happened in Week Five. We had the Loudmouth Bowl. Tim versus Russell, and Tim came away with the win, one seventy-one to one forty-seven, making the all-time record between me and Tim six and six, all even up. Now. This that this week Tim got big games from his big time players. Jalen Hurts 32. Saquon 20. Kamara 26. Jefferson 28. And those were his big big players coming through for him. I had great games from Stevenson and Cook. And great play great games from players on my bench. Brees Hall put up thirty-one. Gabe Davis put up 31, and that is probably why I lost. I started the wrong players, for sure. Let me tell you about what happened with Gabe Davis. I worked a 64-hour week. Sunday morning, I went to work at 5 a.m., got whatever work I needed to get done for the week, left at 9 o'clock, or 30, 9 o'clock. Got home, watching pregame, you know, to hear all the injury updates, who's in, who's out, and I fell asleep. And the crazy thing is, is I was woken up by an update of Isaiah McKenzie and Dawson Knox would not be playing today. That woke me up, and I'm like, oh shit, I better put Gabe Davis in. But it was 12 o'clock, and the game was now locked. Couldn't do it. I was like, you know, ah, Gabe Davis probably won't have a great game. You know, might not be that big of a deal. Less than five minutes later, 98-yard touchdown to start the game. And that just made me laugh because, you know, that's just what happens to me in fantasy. I just can't get this right. And Tim came away with that W. Putting me at 0-5. And And Tim up to 4-1. The number two seed. So we'll see how much longer I can uh, put up a fight here. I feel like my team is good. But I just cannot play the right team on the right week. If I would have played Tim last week, I would have won. If I would have played Zach this week, I would have won. I mean... It's just a weird thing. I mean, I would have played. I would have won if I would have played Josh or John or Spencer or Zach. Just not the team I'm playing every time. It's crazy, but it is what it is. And let's go to the next matchup. We had Matt versus Zach. And since Matt has been called a polished turd from Tim, he's gone three and zero. So Tim better stop calling him a polished turd because he's just going to keep winning. He won 157-123, to Um, getting a ridiculous game from Taysom Hill, uh, who threw one touchdown pass for 22 yards, had nine carries for 112 yards and three touchdowns, four touchdowns total, Taysom Hill pretty much carried him to victory, and of course, you know, the stud quarterback of Geno Smith, who we all saw that coming, for sure. So, Matt is up at 3-2 and two now. Zach is down to 1-4. and four. That's crazy. Thinking at the beginning of the year, having two first-round picks, I really thought Zach's team was going to be really hard to beat, but Cam Akers is disappointing. Hawkinson's disappointing. ETN's disappointing. Kyler Murray even's not doing so hot. So yeah, Zach's down, down by me. Down at the bottom of the league. at One and four. Alright, next game. We have Kevin, reigning champion, playing Josh. And he had over a hundred more hundred more points than Josh. 176 to 74. Putting Josh at one and four, Kevin up at three and two. Josh is having a rough year. But he did beat me. He beat me last week. So you know, he had Naheem Hines go out with an injury, got a point. T. Higgins got nothing. Rashad Penny got hurt. Teddy Bridgewater got hurt. He had a rough week with injuries. Kevin, on the other hand. 35 from Fournette. 24 from Jeff Wilson, that week one waiver wire pickup. I think, what did he spend on him? 46 bucks, probably worth every dollar. Nick Chubb having another great game, 29 points. McCaffrey putting up 23. Kevin just smashed him. Puts Kevin up at the four seed. Josh, down by me, down at the bottom of the league, the nine seed. Then we've got... The number one team, Brandon, played Spencer, and that one was not close either. 175-94, to Brandon up at 5-0. Big games from Austin Eckler again, 38 points. Cooper Cup doing his normal thing, 23. Andrews, another tight end, putting up a crazy game, 20 points. Kirk Cousins, decent game, 23. Spencer had really bad games. Uh, Chase Edmonds had one carry for one yard. Glad I traded him, I guess. Jesus. I was kind of disappointed with Kittle, but Kittle put up more than .2. Khalil Herbert only put up 1.5 points. Jared Goff only put up 5. Tyler Boyd put up 5. Singletary put up 6. He did get a 32-point game out of Henry, though. Uh, but everybody else kind of stunk it up. So Spencer's down at 2-3. And, and that's the 7 seed. And Brandon, the number 1 seed, 5-0. and oh. Then last game of the week, Ryan versus John. Not really a close game here, 191 to 140. Ryan comes away with the win, putting him at the three seed, three and two, putting John down to the six seed, at three and two. This was a Mahomes and Kelsey ridiculous game. Four touchdown passes for Mahomes, and all of them went to Kelsey, of course. So Kelsey got 30 points, Mahomes 35. Even John's 39 and 34 points out of Josh Allen and Josh Jacobs could not save him. That combo of Kelsey and Mahomes was just too much to overcome. So that puts, uh, well these guys are both still, still playoff teams at, as the time sits, but we're only a third of the way through this thing, so we'll see where where, where we go the rest of the season. Now, let's go over waiver wire pickups. Tim spent forty dollars on Alec Pierce. I kind of saw that coming. He loves Alex Pierce. I bid six dollars. Brandon bid six. Kevin bid three. didn't even get close to getting that one. Um, I picked up D j Dallas for four bucks. Um, don't know. I mean, it's probably gonna be Kenneth Walker, but hey, you never know maybe. Maybe Pete Carroll's stupid, and he'll play DJ Dallas a lot. Don't know. Ryan picked up uh, Joshua Kelly, dropping Devonte Parker for a buck. Brandon picked up uh, Jalen Warren, dropping Pacheco for and he picked up him up for a dollar. Ryan playing tight end carousel picked up Hayden Hurst, dropping Tyler Conklin for a buck. John picked up Garoppolo, dropped Mac Jones. No no, no money on that one. Um, I picked up Evan Ingram for nothing, but I think I had to drop him. Uh, Ryan picked up Dion Jackson for nothing, and then John picked up Gus Edwards for nothing. Oh, I didn't even realize Gus Edwards was available. That's a good pickup by John. I should have picked him up. But that's our waiver wire additions. And now we're going to go on to week six. This might be my my last stand. I can't get a win now 0-6 I think will be too much to overcome I'm actually projected to win this week for the first time this season I've been an underdog every week and every time I'm an underdog I lose and every time I'm a favorite I lose about half of those so I'm projected 181 versus 155 versus Matt I really need this win Matt could afford to lose a game it's not a big deal so we'll see. Can, can give, Gabe Davis put up a good week two weeks in a row? Mm, probably not, because he'll he'll be in my starting lineup. But with uh, Damian Harris out, uh, Ramondre Stevenson should put up a good game for me. Hopefully, I'm putting Brees Hall in because I mean, he put up 31. Right, you got to play him now. And Matt's dealing with some uh, injuries. Chris Olave got hurt. Hurt. Uh, Really, really bad in that game. So we'll see if he plays. James Connor didn't practice on Wednesday, so we'll see if he plays. And that Geno Smith, I don't know. He'll probably put up. Four. How that game goes, I really need the win to save my season, essentially. Then our next game, we've got Tim playing Zach. This is another playoff team versus bottom feeder. Tim is projected to win 179-158, to 158. but he's got Jalen Hurts versus Dallas. Dallas defense has been very good, so that 27-point projection, that might be a little ambitious, but it'll be interesting to see that. Kyler Murray versus Seattle, that should be a huge game for Kyler Murray. Should be. Seattle's been terrible against quarterbacks. So I expect Kyler Murray to put up a big game. If Jonathan Taylor comes back, that'd be a huge boost for Zach. He needs those running backs. So it's gonna be It's gonna be an interesting week, I think, because he's got Alec Tim's playing Alec Pierce, he's playing David Njoku. And he's not playing a second quarterback, it looks like. Oh, because he doesn't have one. <laughs> he's got Derek Carr and Malik Willis on bye. So he's playing uh, Kenneth Walker in his flex spot, so that'll be that's an interesting strategy. Kenny Pickett versus Tampa, that's an interesting call. But I'm gonna I'm gonna hope hope for Zach on this one. But I'm I'm saying Tim probably comes away with the win this week, putting him at five and one. All right, next game we have is Kevin versus Spencer. This one is projected to be way off. I'm guessing Spencer hasn't set his lineup yet. That is correct. He has not set his lineup. He's got people on bye weeks in there. It says right now 172 to 105, but that'll change. But it'll still have Kevin projected to win by probably 20 or so. Kevin's got Rodgers versus the Jets, McCaffrey and the Rams. Chubb doesn't matter who he plays. Pittsburgh is terrible at receiver play at defending receivers. He's got Mike Evans going against Pittsburgh, so. I mean, we saw Gabe Davis do it. I'm sure Mike Evans can do it too. So it's going to be, I'm, I'm going to give Kevin the win on this one. Puts Kevin up at 4-2 and two and puts Spencer down at 2-4 and four would be my guess. That's my prediction. Next game, we've got Ryan versus Josh. This one's projected evens. One fifty-four, fifty-four. 54 Oh, except Ryan hasn't set his lineup. Ryan still has a guy in a bye week. So that'll change. They'll put Ryan as the projected winner. He's got Mahomes and Kelsey versus Buffalo. That's going to be a high-scoring game. I suspect uh, big things from them again. Josh has got he has got to play Russell Wilson. He's been so bad this year. I have him in another league, and I do not want to play him. He's just been rough. But Diggs, he's got Diggs in that... Kansas City Buffalo game so hopefully Diggs can put up some big points for him Joe Mixon's got a rough matchup versus the Saints I'm gonna give Ryan the win here I think Josh is gonna go down to one and five maybe I'll be at one and five with him let's hope Um, and Ryan will be up at four and two Then our last game of the week Brandon versus John it's 188-131, to 131, but John has not set his lineup yet. He's still got Josh Jacobs in there. He's got Josh Allen in that high-scoring game versus the Chiefs. But Brandon's got Herbert and Eckler on Monday night, so John's going to be holding his breath on Monday night, I think, because those those guys could go off. I know Denver's defense is pretty good, but the Chargers offense can also put up some points. We'll see if Eckler can keep this ridiculous streak going. He had 38 and 34 in back-to-back weeks, so that will be a challenge to keep that going. I'm gonna give I'm gonna give Brandon the win. 6-0. John will go down to 3-3. Those are my predictions. But since we are a third of the way into the season, let's go over. The top scorers at the at the positions and see how insane it is. So at quarterback, we're gonna go one to ten. Just do our top ten. See what jumps out at you. Tell me when things look weird. Josh Allen number one. Lamar Jackson number two. Normal, expected that. Jalen Hurts number three. I did expect a big year out of Jalen Hurts. Not this good but I expected it to be good. What if I told you the number three quarterback in the league after five weeks has thrown four touchdown passes? That's it. He's only thrown four. The problem is he's ran in six. So that's where he's getting all of his points here is rushing. I mean, he had 17 attempts the first week. 17 rushing attempts for a quarterback. That's insane. 15 last week, 16 the week before. His rushing is really giving him all these points. He just needs to make sure he stays healthy. Because if you're running that much, you're going to take hits. Next, we've got Patrick Mahomes at four. Normal. Number five. Geno Smith. Because we all saw that coming, right? Number five is ridiculous. I don't know if that can sustain over the season it is impressive so far, though. Number five, Matt picked him up off waivers for nothing. For nothing. think that's who I should have picked up instead of Garoppolo. Lesson learned. Don't follow your instincts. Uh, number six, Kyler Murray. Expected that. Number seven, Justin Herbert. Number eight, Joe Burrow. So Matt's got two quarterbacks in the top eight. Geno Smith and Joe Burrow. Number nine. Jared Goff, because, you know, why not? Jared Goff. Um, and then number 10, Carson Wentz. Totally expected, right, everybody? Everybody had that. Tom Brady down at 13. Else is weird? Trevor uh, Russell Wilson down at 18. Aaron Rodgers down at 19. Yeah, totally could have saw that coming. Quarterback's been weird this year so far. Now let's go to running backs. Number one, Nick Chubb. A little surprising because he doesn't catch many passes, but he's been so dominant on the ground matter, and he's been touchdown crazy. Number two, Saquon Barkley. Expected that. Well, maybe not number two. I expected him to be good if he was going to stay healthy. Not number two, but I'm wrong again. And we have Eckler at three, probably because the last two weeks. Josh Jacobs at four. Didn't see that coming. I'll be honest. When I saw John take him in the second round, I thought, wow, that was dumb. Uh, Nope, guess it wasn't because Josh Jacobs is killing it. Derrick Henry at five. Christian McCaffrey at six. Leonard Fournette at seven. Damian Pierce at eight. That one kind of surprised me. Eighth round pick, number eight overall. Then you have number nine, Jamal Williams. Yeah, I have him, and I always start him on the wrong freaking week. And Brees Hall, because, of course, I start him the weeks where he gets, you know, 13, 15, 18, bench him, 31. But such isn't the story of my life. Now we'll go over to receiver. Number one, Cooper Cup. Yep. Expected that. Number two, Stephon Diggs. Number three, Justin Jefferson. Nothing out of the ordinary. Number four, Tyreek Hill. Number five, Devontae Adams. Now, number six, Marquise Brown. Probably because Hopkins is out. But that's a good start, number six. Number seven, Jalen Waddell. That's two receivers from the Dolphins in the top ten. Top seven. Pretty surprising. Number eight, Tyler Lockett. Nobody saw that coming. Where did he get drafted? Ninth round. Uh AJ Brown at not scoring so far this season. Uh Debo Samuel. Added to waivers for nothing. Fantasy football is weird. And then let's go to tight end. Number one, of course, Travis Kelsey. Not even close. Number two, Mark Andrews. Number three, Taysom Hill. waivers for what? Thirty one bucks. Number four, T.J. Hawkinson, mostly because of one game. He had a 38-point game. He's kind of been trashed the rest of the weeks. Number five, Dallas Goddard. Number six, Zach Ertz. Number seven, Tyler Higby. Number eight, David Njoku. Probably because of a big game. He had a 21-point game. They had 14 last week, so not bad. Number nine, Pat Fryermuth, And number 10, Gerald Everett. So tight end is, you know, the top two are usually predictable and everyone else is who the hell knows. So we are a third of the way through the season. We're just getting started. So I'm not going to give up on my season yet, but it might be close because I think the trade deadline's in like three weeks. So I got to get something together here. Otherwise I'm done. But that's it for this week and we will see you all next week after i get my w hopefully maybe come on matt you don't really need that win so just just tank this week give me give me that w keep me alive anyway i'll see you guys next